Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The following is paid commercial programming. The views and opinions expressed do not necessarily reflect those of WSSP, Intercom Milwaukee, its staff, or sponsors. From Lake Michigan to the Mississippi and every river, lake, and field in between. Let's talk everything outdoors. Yeah, it's time to hop on the crazy train. (laughs) Welcome to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors, presented by Coleman Insect Repellents. Fasten your seatbelts for a wild ride through Wisconsin's outdoors, only on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Crazy train with the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors. Hey, welcome, feet people, and <laughs> thank you for listening. We welcome do appreciate back. it. Yeah, uh, yeah, you too, Carter. Anyway, uh, we come to you every Saturday morning from six to eight a.m. Dan Bush, I'm Tom Newbauer, and uh, wealthy <laughs> single straight landowner Cotter? from Douglas huh? County, Cotter. No, Cotter. Well, Cotter. Yeah, I know. Welcome back, Cotter. I said Tom Newbauer, not Tom Cotter. Oh. Jeez. Anyway, hey, okay, 799-1250 is the phone number. What's happening you, here? I don't Something know. What's, what's going on? What's going on? At both you guys like, what the, what the hell is going on? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, if you want to give us a buzz with questions. What question, the hell's going on out here? <laughs> with questions or comments, just give us a buzz at 799-1250. That's 414-799-1250. Or you can email us live at ceoguys at yahoo.com. Like Tex did. Tex is the big rig guy. Tex in the big rig. Tex said, you have to be careful about how hard a time you give someone for keeping fish like those bass. Mm -hmm. The DNR can actually write you a ticket for harassment. No joke, he says. I did not know that. I didn't know that. Could they really write you a ticket for harassment? Maybe. Um. How, yes. how they how they determine I, that? I, I don't know. Uh, a matter of fact, I, I, I heard a story, Tom, that's on Pewaukee Lake, north of the condos on the West End. Yeah. Evidently, there's some crazy landowner <laughs> who was harassing fishermen. Oh, yeah. yeah. And apparently, he was shining a laser light. Oh, I remember that from a few years ago. Yeah. Well, no, this happened recently. Again, because this happened and, a few years and ago. And yeah. I guess the guy got a ticket. Yeah. I think he got a couple hundred dollar ticket yeah. for harassment. Mm-hmm. And the fishermen were saying it's about time mm-hmm. that this guy got a ticket. Yeah. Now, was Can that... you imagine a guy's surprise, especially some dude who has a million dollar house and, you know, <laughs> probably owned his own company and thought that he was the boss of the whole world. And all of a sudden someone shows up with a badge and says, uh, here you go, $242.48 for point. Can you imagine a guy stuttering and stammering? What? 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 Hey, now, was that harassment ticket from Pewaukee, or is it from... I don't know. I'm going to have to find out. Maybe we can talk to our warden. This text said it was, is the warden that can give out the ticket? He said the DNR. The warden the DNR. can give the ticket. Yes, the warden can give a ticket. I you th- can get a ticket for harassing wildlife yourself, and yeah. you can get a ticket 
for harassing hunters you, and yeah. fishermen that are legally. I'll tell you, Danny, I, I've had people when I would be fishing docks, yeah. I'd ha I had people throw their dog in front of me. Because I was, you know, they'd see me out there skipping under a, their dock. Yep. They'd come out with their dog. They picked, honest to God, one time it happened on Nagawick, a guy picked up his dog and threw it in the lake right in front of me. I mean, right in front of my boat. Yeah, I mean, they don't want, there's some people that don't want you fishing around their dock. And I've had I've had people come well, out and holler at me. Now, John used to try and tell me, though, if the dock is out over the water, technically, it, you, you could you could you stand could, on you it. could stand on yeah, that dock. That's right. If it it's is over, over the water, water. they own to the edge of the of yeah. the property. But we well, would we do that? But no, no, because uh, we're considerate. And I try not to <laughs> even do that when I'm trying to untangle a lure from a dock. I try to be as inconspicuous as possible. Same here. Who do we got first? Uh, we have Phil from Waukesha. Okay. Good morning, Phil. What's on your mind? Good morning, boys. Hey, I, I need a battery for my boat. It's, it dies like every couple of years. I got a 15-foot, 25-horse. Okay. For, start, are you talking an electric motor battery or an outboard battery? Starting battery. The out, outboard battery. I've got a trolling motor, but I rarely use it. Okay. Well, you just got to – don't get a deep cycle. The deep cycle batteries are only for electric motors. You, you got to have the cranking battery. I've had good luck with the interstate batteries. Uh, okay. Yeah, interstate for starting. I mean, I've had great luck with those. And uh, one good rule of thumb, though, is this. Um, after three, four years, you know, I, starting batteries can go with almost without warning. So uh, I, I did replace, I had an interstate, and I replaced it uh, after like maybe four years. It was working fine. But I didn't want to be up in uh, the middle of uh, Sturgeon Bay, Door County in April in the middle and all of a sudden it, it, at midnight not have my boat start. Well, so it right. isn't a bad idea. Preventative med medicine, sure, you got to cough up 120 bucks, but it, in the overall scheme of things, it's not that much. But I would recommend one thing, though. If that battery is only lasting a year or two, have the alternator checked on your outboard. Because the alternator might not be charging enough. It might not be giving that maximum charge. So have okay. the alternator checked. They can check that pretty easily. So you don't think I have to charge it after every time I'm, I'm on the water? No, no. The the alternator does that for you. For the starting one. For the starting trolling battery. Trolling motor battery, that you charge. Yeah, that you got to charge. For the trolling motor. Yeah, but the starting battery, the alternator does the charging, just like in your car. Yeah. So, so my small 25 horse has an alternator. If you got electric start, it does. No, it does have electric start, yes. Okay. Yeah, so have that right, checked, guys. okay? Thank you. Love the show. You're All welcome. Right. Thank care. you. And who do you got next there? We have Ken in West Bend. Ken? Ken. Hi, Ken. Good morning. Good morning, gents. I hope you're having a great morning. Having yeah, a great we are, one, man. We're, we're having a lot of fun. We love talking fishing and hunting and all that goofy stuff. We hate <laughs> getting up at 5 in the morning to do this, though. Well, just speaking <laughs> well, for myself, Tom. Yeah. But, I wouldn't say that. I mean, if you're a hunter or a fisherman getting up at 5 in the morning, you're getting a late start this time of the year. True. That's, That's true. true. What's up? Uh, my, my thing, you know, you had mentioned about raising the license fees yeah. and the DNR. Well, unfortunately, things have gone upside down in this state, not, not forward. We are not, uh, as UW-Madison would say, forward-thinking. And the reason I say that, you know, this, this DNR is in the whole – tremendously for a number of different reasons but raising the license fees yeah okay whatever you might pick up a couple million dollars but there's so many bigger problems uh tom and dan 
on. I mean, look at just in the hunting aspect with the uh, calling in your deer and turkey, right? Yep. That's ridiculous. It's taken the camaraderie in so many aspects out of hunting and has made things, in my opinion, downright uh, destructive. And it has done this because, let's face it, if you hunt, one of the things that you've always liked to see was going to the registration station, right? Yep. And, I, and I'm going to get to the fee part here in a second, so just bear with me. Um, in terms of, uh, of that aspect of hunting, you know, bringing youth into hunting and, and, and continuing tradition, I have personally heard so many guys from one end of the state to the other that said, you know what? I'm not hunting anymore. I'm not doing this nonsense. I like doing certain things. Tradition is tradition. Now, there is something to be said for being progressive. However, I don't think that particular measure is. In terms of the DNR being $36 million in a hole, let's face it, wasn't one of the biggest um, issues to get rid of all the tags and the licensing to save them millions of dollars on the green, on the yeah. lime green. Uh, yeah, same thing, same thing with that go wild. That exactly. was supposed to save them money. It ain't saving in us, we're, us anything who got to give out the licenses. You're paying three dollars and fifty cents to uh, get a card. I did. I, I didn't buy the card. Well, I did. I did, <laughs> as, did as an example to support the DNR, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I did that aspect of it, but our out of state license fees are so ridiculously low. Yeah, sickening. Yeah, you go. You look at this nonsense in, in in Iowa and all that. Like, if you want a deer hunt, you have to send in four or $500 just to get a point so that you're eligible for the next year. Now, granted, you get the majority of your money back, but they still keep 30 or $40 of that money that you sent in just to get that point. And many states do that. I know because I hunt in different states, and so you have to pay these absorbent out-of-pocket out of yeah. fees to start with. You know, Ken— I, you know, Go Ken, ahead. the thing is, is that, you know, any time there's a gov- government entity involved, they're never going to make everybody happy. Well, Somebody's going to get... making a lot of yeah, some, Yeah, and the DNR, you know, they do good things, and then they do things, you know, like Danny always teases me because I point out things that I think are wrong in the fishing world, okay? And yep. I'll point those things out, and, uh, and, and, and I'm not ripping on the DNR. I'm just thinking that there's a better way to do something, you know? Or, or maybe they could do something different. Just like in the hunting world, there are maybe better ways to do things or different ways to do things that would make it more either more profitable or, or, or make more people happy in the state with it. Isn't that what the spring hearings are for? Well, you know what? I, you know, I, 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 Al Shook is a good friend of ours. He's a n- wonderful guy. But the spring fishing game hearings is just an advisory. You could vote. You, you could have everybody vote yes on something, but the DNR will still say no. That's you know, so and 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 that's why, yeah, it's an advisory, but the DNR is going to do what the DNR wants to do. Period. Well, so okay. So with that being said, right, like even with the fish, fishing, uh, going to the fishing aspect, I uh, I'm not a big musky fisherman, but I've had some good fortune to go with some very good guides. I'm not a big trolling guy, but one thing I did learn was that you could have four guys in a boat legally. You can only have two lines in the troll. That's right. Only two. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's so many wacky things that the state does. Yes, that, there there are. Yeah, but, and and that's on, on, 
mm-hmm. on the positive side, mm-hmm. we do have very, we do have a great set of wardens. I have come across many, um, and not that I'm obviously not I'm violating or anything, but they're very courteous, very nice. They are very helpful. I do agree with that, and and we definitely need the wardens out there because there's a ton of violators out there. However, oh yeah, oh yeah. However, I I do think that. Right now, um, who's ever running the DNR, I think if the governor would actually be more proactive in this particular stance, it could be corrected literally in a season, in my opinion, in in so many different ways. You're right, Tom. Take the bureaucracy out of it. Yep. And let's start getting to the nuts and bolts of it and listen to the people for a change. Yeah, it's kind of like uh, a couple of things, uh, a couple of points. Number one, they, they pay, how much did they pay that uh, uh, deer czar from Texas? Oh, what a joke. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they paid him a ton of money that the people right here in the state could have told, told uh, the DNR, you know, things, the same thing or different things. The other thing is, like when they do their wolf count, you know, there's counties they don't even count wolves in. In the northern part of the, they don't even count them, but yet they say, "Ah, there's only 900 and some wolves." No, but BS. There's a lot more than that because you didn't count. How can you count them all? Well, well, the biggest you know? problem with the wolf thing was the the introduction of them. And, and oh, the of course, I agree. Mountain, <laughs> and, and the same thing now with the mountain lions. But here's the other goofy thing, and, and correct me if I'm wrong. With those wolf tags, half of them go to the tribes, correct? That I don't know for sure, but well, I, I know quite a few of them did, yes. Correct. I know quite well, a few of them did. Animal. They're not going to shoot them. Yep, yep, yep. So why give half of them to the same tribe? <laughs> you know, I we mean, got, Ken, we got to go to a break. You bring up a lot of good points. We could probably talk about this for hours, right? I mean, you could. You could have me on the show for the next few weeks. Yeah. Well, don't go too wild out there, Ken. No, have thank, a good day, guys. Uh, thank you. All right, we got to go to a break. This is the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors. We are coming to you from the Bait Made Fish Attraction Studios, and we are presented by Coleman Insect Repellents here on 105.7 FM, The Fan. Never before have I turned on you when you look too good to me. Your beady eyes that can cut me in two and I just can't let you be. But it's a free for all and a hide I said, you can bet your life. Stakes are high and so am I. It's in the air tonight. <laughs> Welcome back to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors. And Ted Nugent is coming to uh, Washington County Fair. Or something I saw like him that. at when the Waukesha one be? a couple of years ago. Yeah. He had some Greg, choice Greg words to say for Nancy yeah. Pelosi and yeah. a few of the Democrats. <laughs> hey, we got an email, Danny. That guy has no filter. No, he doesn't. I thought he should have. You know, originally I thought the dream ticket would have been Trump Nugent. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be something. No, okay, here I got uh, uh, Ralph sends us an email and says uh, they make a deep cycle startering battery. A marine battery has stronger plates that can take a pounding on the water going over the waves and bouncing Better than just a car battery. A marine battery may maybe last for about five years. Well, that's what we were saying, Ralph, is that, you know, you get a marine starting battery, not a car battery. You know, right. Yeah, you got to get marine. They got marine starting, and then they got some that they say you can use for both. Did we have a caller before there? No. We do. We have Bob from Whitefish Bay on the oh. line. Oh, okay. okay. Hello, Bob. Bob. Good morning, Hello, Bob. Um, I like musky fishing. I'm beginning a little older. 
and we're using bigger and bigger baits. What's the new hot musky reel that I should buy so I don't, when I'm pounding water for eight hours, my arm doesn't fall off? You know, uh, one of the ones that, that's been real popular the yeah, last couple of years is that Abu Garcia Revo winch. Yeah. Yeah, winch. winch. Yeah, yeah. You could and go out to uh, Smokey's Musky Shop, and uh, talk to the guys there. Talk to Ron. They've uh, got about or Rick. They're all musky fishermen. Yeah. They use all the reels, and they've got a good selection. They they can tell you. There's a number of good ones out there. Yeah, they've got a good selection of them right there at Smokey's, and, and they're making the bigger ones to handle, or they're, they're gearing the ones. A lot of them are low profile, and they're geared for those bigger baits now. Mm-hmm. Good. Yeah. yeah. That seems to be required for dragging in these 10s and 12s. Oh, let me oh, tell yeah, you what, yeah, especially yeah. for your, you know, elbows. And shoot, I had torn tricep tendon, for gosh sake, largely due to throwing those 12s and doing a lot of weightlifting at the same time. So uh, I kid you not. And uh, they'll give you advice, too. Um, you, you're going to want a rods as well. you got to yeah. pair it with a big rod and... Uh, so again, they'll give you good advice on some of the big heavier duty rods to use for those uh, for those things. Like a Saint Croix Blue or something like Saint that. Saint Croix. Uh, they also tell you what they got out at Smokey's Musky Shop. They got the new, the Tackle Industries musky rods, and they've got all kinds of different powers. And they've even got the telescoping ones out to ten foot. So they yeah. So <laughs> yeah, stop. Don't fit in the car. Yeah. yeah so I, yeah, stop I don't in think there. You need that. Stop <laughs> in there, and they'll be able to point you in the right direction. All and right. the nice thing there, too, at Smokey's Musky Shop, in the past, and I'm, I think they'd let you do it, where maybe they'll even let you go out and toss a bait into the lake yeah. a little bit just to see how a rod feels. Mm-hmm. That would be nice. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, good luck. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Take care. Yep. Okay, you too. We had a caller and said that uh, Challenger Battery Company, is that what it is, Challenger Batteries? In, Challenger Battery in Waukesha. In Waukesha will test your battery for you. Will they test the alternator too, or I think just I said, yeah, they would do that. They free, test on the outboard. Yeah, yeah, they, they free, test free inspection. Oh well, there you go, folks. Free inspection at Challenger Battery in Waukesha. Okay, great. Free inspection. Hey, and they... Washington County Fair is July twenty fifth okay. through July thirtieth. All right, so we got time to call Ted Nugent see if he'll come on the show with us. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, give him a call. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You got him on your flip phone, right? Yeah, yeah right. I got, <laughs> yeah, I'll just give him a quick buzz. Hey, Teddy, what's going on? Oh, Dad, my, it's my, Tom. My son Chris, this last week, well, I went out this past week. He went out this past week. But he went out this past week with his girlfriend and her 12-year-old nephew. Went to a little lake in Waukesha County. They just, you know, want to, the nephew just wanted to catch some panfish or whatever and uh, Chris was throwing bigger baits. He was, as a matter of fact, he was throwing these spinner baits, you know, yep. and it was kept, he caught, I think he said eight or 10 pike he caught. Okay. And, uh, well, anyway, but when they were fishing for the crappies, he said it was the weirdest thing on his girlfriend's rod. The last time she was out, they were catching fish on a, or she was on a white mini mite with a pink head. Okay. Those fish wouldn't touch it. But as soon as he put on a, a orange one for her. Started pulling them in one after another. So they wouldn't touch the white one, but they touched the orange one the orange, on that particular lake. That's yeah. your favorite color, right? Well, that's, yeah. my with Orange with the... Uh, with the shark, the green chartreuse So head. it does pay to switch up... Oh, yeah, it does. The, the colors, colors of mini mites for panfish, for gosh sake. Yeah, it does. Oh, without, well, you know one thing? 
Danny, if you, one time we were on, the, oh, what was the name of that little lake? It's down by Highway 11 and 50 or something like that. I, oh, not 50. What is it? Oh, I can't what think of it. near? Uh, southeast of Burlington. Southeast oh, of Burlington. It, it's, a real, it's just a little 300-acre lake. Uh, it'll like, come to you. Well, yeah, it'll come to Put me. Put a tracer anyway, on it. We, all those we were catching, we were catching these, we were catching big perch, big pumpkin seeds, big bluegills, and the orange one was really working hot. And then we realized when we cleaned some of those fish, yeah. why that orange one was working so good. They were feeding on little crayfish that were about an inch, inch and a half long. Oh. Guess what color those little crayfish were? They were orange with a pink head. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> No, but the little crayfish were orange. so And they were eating those. They were in the bellies of these fish we were catching at when we cleaned them. So maybe that's what that why that orange one is so good on some lakes at some times. You know? I, I do believe, yeah, it, I, that makes sense. Hey, I wanted to quiz you some more here today, oh, Tom. Oh, God. Hey, you, I didn't know there would be quizzes this morning. The oh, outdoor hold on, line. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. real, real quick, real quick. <laughs> what do yeah. we got? Ted Nugent is not going to be at the Washington County Fair. What? He's going to be at the Wisconsin Valley Fair. Oh, where's that? Uh, apparently up by Wausau. Oh. And it's he's going to be there uh, August 4th. August 4th. August Wisconsin 4th. Valley Fair. Yeah, but there's uh, there's um, some controversy. Oh really? Oh really? With Ted Nugent? You're kidding? Yeah, there's people calling to boycott the oh. fair because he's headlining <laughs> it. You know what? Well, we can tell what side so of the what? aisle they're so from. So what? Too bad. Yeah. Jeez. Oh god. Yeah. What are they? They're <laughs> they're only going to see the the new green exhibit at the uh, <laughs> you know at, in the pavilion there and showing how you can take. Okay, fire away. Here we Danny. go, Minnesota. Oh, okay. Can you name, back in 1958, oh, <laughs> Outdoor Life magazine came up with the list of the hundred yeah, best again. bass bait lakes nah, okay. in the world, in the U.S. So in Minnesota, they've got one. Okay, Wisconsin only had five down, right? Yeah. And you guessed one of them, well, so that wasn't bad. They've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ten oh, bass boy. lakes. Oh, boy. Get the dinger ready, Greg. Can you name one of the top bass Lakes in Minnesota, based in 1958. Come on, buddy. Leech Lake. Give oh. it, good. Minnetonka. <laughs> Minnetonka. Okay. Uh, what's the one where they catch all the walleyes on? I can't think of the name. <laughs> <laughs> Stop that! <laughs> I, he, Greg's getting a kick out of that buzzer, and so am I. He's just automatically. What, what's, the, what's the name of that lake where they catch all the walleyes? Uh, um, uh, Minotom, no, um, no, yeah, I oh, can't um, remember. Oh. Uh, the one where they get the big muskies. All, all too? the big smallmouths. Malax. They were catching a ton of smallies. Hit a buzzer. <laughs> okay, tell <laughs> tell me what they are. Probably never heard of them. How about Little Vermilion Lake? Oh, how about that? I didn't know there was a Little Vermilion. Well, you know what? I'm wondering. Uh, I think that would be Vermilion Lake, but there's two sections. There's a a Vermilion <laughs> a Lake. Yeah, there's two sections, yeah. and there's a neck-down narrow part. Oh. I think it's an east and west section yeah. of Vermilion. Okay. So I'm wondering if that's one part. How about this one? Rainy Lake. Oh, Rainy. Yeah. Could have thought Rainy, right? Yeah. That's up Boundary Waters, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. That would be small, yeah. as I'm guessing. Yeah. 
Uh, Loon Lake. Yeah, I never heard of it. Saga Naga. No, Turtle. No, How many turtle in Loon Lakes could there? I mean, Basswood. Nah, they're all over the place. Bad Medicine. Oh, Brule Lake. Oh yeah. East Bearskin. Oh yeah. Greenwood. You know what? You didn't hear none of those. No. You didn't do any bass tournaments in Minnesota then. Yeah, I did. Did you? Yeah. Uh, So we had a caller. You were correct. Yeah. With the Washington County Fair, he'll be there. August 5th for Deer Fest. Deer Fest, that's it. That's it, Deer Fest. Deer Fest. Well, there will be no protesters on that because anyone okay. going to Deer Fest okay. likes to shoot deer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Danny, uh, Bassmaster or whoever that is, B-A-S-S, the, no- <laughs> the number one bass lake in the country. Are you ready for this? And this, a lot of, lot of guys in the bass fishing down south especially are are don't agree with this. Number one. Bass Lake in the country. Door County Lake Lake, no, Lake Malax. Lake Malax. The reason <laughs> the reason not being even, not even on my nineteen fifty eight outdoor they, life list. They had a, a bass tournament up there this year. Yeah. And the elite uh tournament, it's called an elite tournament. Yep, yep. They smoked that nobody realized how many big smallies were in that lake. These guys were coming in with the five pound averages and all that. It just smoked like Surgeon them. Bay. Yeah, just smoked it. But the guys down south said, no, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. What about all our lakes down south, big lakes down south here that have tons of bass fishing? But if you want to catch the biggest bass in the country, you want to go for a world record, you go to Southern California. Yeah, Southern California. California, Those watershed lakes where you can only maybe sometimes fish on a Monday, Wednesday, and Friday only, and you got to put in to get a spot at the launch to launch. I mean, it's really weird, but... Man, they got my. If you want to, if you want a chance at a, you know, fifteen to twenty-five pounder, that's where you want to go. Well, my buddy Ron Johnson, he gets some big ones in Arizona. Oh yeah, they get some big pounds. ones. Yeah, they get there. But all the all the nineteens, twenties, twenty ones, those are all coming out of Southern California. I don't hear of anybody even getting those anymore, though. Oh yeah, yeah. They, I, every it seems now and like then that they was get one. peaking way back when when they first planted those. There's, they're still getting some every now and then. Oh, yeah. Greg, get the buzzer ready. Uh, Michigan. Oh, geez. Now I got it. Okay. This. Michigan. Can you hey, name? Wait a minute. There's Danny, one, two, three, minute. four, five, Danny, six. Yeah. We're about four minutes overdue for a break. Okay. Can, let's get, do it when we come back. Let's do the break now, and then we'll do more of Danny look, look making me look stupid. <laughs> I'm really enjoying this, Greg. <laughs> He's enjoying this. We'll be right back with more of the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors presented by Coleman Insect Repellents. Who is that, Danny? Welcome back. That's uh, my brother, Tom. (laughs) Ted Nugent. It's going to be at Deerfest, and we wholly and completely support him being at the Wisconsin whatever other Valley. Wisconsin Valley. Wisconsin Valley. And we don't care what you protesters say. Um, Just go there for the music. You don't have to listen to them. you (laughs) go protest? I don't know. I'm sure you got something to go complain about. Oh, Danny, I was just saying to you that I'm really looking forward to later on this afternoon for, you know, for dinner, for dinner tonight. Yeah, yeah. What, we're, what cook, we're cooking up my son and his girlfriend and my other son and 
Uh, anyway, we're uh, cooking up those crappies we caught last week. Oh, I can't wait. It's going to be so good. Oh, man, that, that sounds good. <laughs> yeah, I love it. And uh, uh, What time should we, should we be over? Uh, yeah, Tom. Let's, you know, we should be done by uh, I know where he six. lives now. You should, we should be done by he six. He took a so dent out for come me. Come around seven. <laughs> you were going to ask me another question? Here we go. Oh, boy. Here Michigan. We go. Michigan. Now right. they've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven lakes. From 1958, when Outdoor Life rated the best 100 bass lakes in the United States of yeah. America, can you name one of the seven Michigan lakes? No. Come on, try. I can't eat. Okay, Bass Lake. <laughs> okay. Come on. Uh, Think- Long Lake. <laughs> okay, come on, there's one uh, you can get. Uh, well, My brother-in-law fishes there all the time. It's his favorite place to go. He likes to ice fish there. Saginaw well. Bay? No. Okay. Uh, Battle Creek Lake. Uh, how about let's give you uh, rhymes with Nick? Lick, sick. I'm not going to say the other one with a D. What the hell are you talking about? Rhymes with. Would that be a funny name for a lake? <laughs> what? D Lake. D Lake. Where are you going? I'm going to D Lake. Oh. It was named after a guy named Richard, actually. Yeah. We call it for short. Yeah. Um, no, go ahead. How about Gogebic? Oh, Gogebic, yeah. Gogebic. Oh, oh, no, it's Gogebic. What do you mean, Gogebic? It's called Gogebic. That's how it, it's pronounced. Gogebic? Not Gogebic. Well, Still you rhymes could, with Nick. You could call it Gogebic, but Gogebic- I've never heard it say hey, Gogebic. Yeah, Gogebic is actually in the UP. That's why I wasn't thinking of Michigan. Well, that's Michigan. I know it is, <laughs> but I'm. <laughs> what, it should wait, be wait part of sec- Wisconsin. Wait a second. Wait how a second. How did they ever carve that Wait a that second. You up? said it's actually in the UP. <laughs> yeah. That is Michigan. Well, it should be the UW, the upper uh, Wisconsin. <laughs> that's what it should be. <laughs> what are you thinking down? <laughs> I know. Gogebic. Gogebic. Go- yeah, that's what I've always heard, Gogebic. No, no, it's Gogebic. Well. Everybody... I talked to you, says Gogebic. Well, those are all youpers <laughs> up north, <laughs> up there in they Green Bay pronounce, area. <laughs> they can't pronounce their own name. <laughs> Married to their cousin. Oh, no, I shouldn't say that about Michigan no. people. I'm no, no, just no, kidding. No, 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 just kidding. That was Alabama. I meant, no, can't insult people from Alabama either. No, no, no. So, anyway. Okay, well. Yeah, that that's a big lake, too. That's a big lake. Yeah, real big lake. But, you know, when they do these best lakes in the country you know that it's all very subjective you know though everybody likes their certain bodies of water here in wisconsin we are blessed with having so many good bass lakes i mean just in our area right here every one of them has got bass in and muskies and you need a good yeah, rod you need a good rod and you know yeah. what smoky musky shop your local tackle industries musky rod headquarters if you're that musky angler that wants to use the best Deluxe equipment available. Stop in and put your hands in one of the finest musky rods on the market. Tackle Industries rods are made with the latest technology and best components. Smokies has the full lineup. The Tackle Industries rod lengths, power, split grips, telescoping models in stock, even 10-footers. Only at Smokies. For all your musky fishing needs at Smokies Musky Shop, call 262-691-9659. Or Smokies Musky Bait and Tackle.com. That's Smokies Musky Bait and Tackle.com. Musky is spelled M U S K I E. Das ist alles für heute. Yeah, that's good. Okay. And that's so, that. And that's all I have to say about that. 
So, okay, well. Well, are you going out on the uh, uh, this uh, July 4th weekend? You know what? I've put the boat away. Now, I was fishing with a uh, good friend and client, Sandy Flaster, this week, and uh, it was cold and windy, and we only casted for a little while, and then we tried trolling for a bit, and uh, then you know what we decided to do? I said, Sandy, you want to try and catch some bass? Do something. The muskies just didn't seem. So we uh, we went fishing for bass. Yeah. And we caught half, about half a dozen. No mm. real big ones, but you know it's kind of fun. Saved mm-hmm. the day. We started uh, just using wacky rigs mm-hmm. and uh, worked along the shoreline, pitching docks and stuff. So I bet you if you went starting at where your place is on the east end there. Yep. And just work your way up that shoreline. Just casting that inside weed line and and around the docks yep, and that yep. with the spinner baits and the and and the wacky rigs. You, God, yeah, there's so many bass out there. Yeah, and and largemouth bass right now. Uh, reports I'm getting from area lakes is bass fishing is good. That the yeah. bass are now in their summer patterns, mm-hmm. um, and uh, during early morning evening hours, uh, fish weed flats five to ten feet of water. You can uh, work deep weed edges. Um, Actually, lots of different techniques you, you know, can use. You know, yeah, the early morning hours are fine, you know, and all that. But I'll tell you, just right in the middle of the day, you can catch them all during the middle of the day, too. I kind of like know? when the sun gets out and gets things warmed yeah. up and going. Yeah, and you know, the bass we've been catching the last couple of weeks have been chunky. Their their bellies are full. You so know? they finished their they're, spawn. Oh, yeah. They and finished. they're put, putting they're, on the feed bag. Yeah, they're putting on some weight. They're putting on really good weight. Oh, I got some new lures, Danny. What what you got? The Arashi. Now they're they're Arashi, like the swim the, the, the spy the baits. Spy bait. They're not. They don't call them spy baits. They call them swim baits. But I got two of them, and I can't wait to try them out. Ron Ron uh, Heidenreich put in an order for some. You know, he had to get some other stuff, and I said, "Hey, get me a couple too." So uh, I can't wait. To, but I'm not going to go out this weekend or July Fourth. I'm going to wait. Uh, next week, Wednesday, I'm going to go out. Oh, oh can, speaking of, can I pick up a his? If I go over to the shop, will he? No, have, they don't have them there. Not no. yet. No, he ordered them from some other store, from some online tackle oh, retailer. Okay. That's what he did. There are some. I don't know if it's the same name brand uh, over at Dick Smith. There are some. I yeah. was holding them in my hand, but for fourteen dollars. Yeah, those or, are the expensive ones. Yeah, these ones cost us. Uh, I think they were eight bucks a piece. Yeah, they were eight. So those other ones are like fifteen. So that's a little bit, too, I don't know. But I, 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 I picked there. up a couple of these uh, little, uh, they're 8-inch liters or 10-inch liters. They're uh, 12-pound test. Eight, yeah, 8-inch eight liters, 12-pound test. Because I don't want to be losing one of those baits to a pike or a muskie. You know, because, well, Ron, when he was up at Three Lakes catching all those smallies, they caught five muskies by accident on those spy baits. So, and, and if he wouldn't have had a little leader in front of it, he would have been losing them. He would have lost some, so I don't want to lose any. Uh, my son, Nick, from Arizona, is going to be in town next week. Oh. And I know next week we have the two two fellas from Badger Sportsman Magazine going to be in, but they're not going to be in until 630. So I'm going to ask my son if he wants to come in for that first half hour and then after that kind of just hang around or whatever. But Oh, that'd be cool. If he wants to get up that early, he might be, uh, that might be a late night for him, you know, who knows? Right. <laughs> it's tough, tough getting up. In yeah, the morning. when he's on vacation. Hey, listen, we got to go to one last break, folks. We got to pay a few bills here. 
And we got some more interesting stuff coming up here on the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors, presented by Coleman Insect Repellents. He's Danny Bush. I'm Tommy the True Newbauer. And that guy in that funny-looking shirt, I don't know what that is in our front. He's Greg Janik. <laughs> we'll be right back with more. It's the final countdown. The final countdown. Oh, well, we are back. Danny's deep in thought, reading something. <laughs> but I got to mention one thing. I got to mention about, I got to just really quick mention JJ from uh, Overhead uh, Doors. Uh, he, he he installs, you know, the garage doors, the openers, all that stuff. Uh, he re-upped for another six months. You know, we appreciate all our advertisers. And uh, JJ, I just talked to him the other day, and he said, business is great. People are hear his ads on the radio and uh, they've called him, and he's done, you know, he, well, he does, I don't have to worry about his work. He does great jobs. But we do appreciate all our advertisers who, you know, we've got advertisers who re-up every six months. For, we've had them, Danny, for years, you know, because and, it works. And even one of our ex-advertisers oh, I yeah. went to because yeah. of you being a You're, former advertiser, I, I, I pimped my ride. I went to Auto Facelift, and I'll tell you what. It looks like a, it looks oh, like a new truck. That truck looks the, nine years old. Those fenders on oh, them yeah. or whatever? Oh, yeah. 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 So, uh, looks like yeah, a new truck. Another, another great place to go, and you can tell because they are busy when you go there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Brian, I think, got a little mad at me when I retired from the paintless dent removal. I mean, I still do paintless dent removal, but but you got to come to my house, you know, to do it, you know, up by the garage. Uh, but when when he called me a couple years ago and said, uh, "Well, that's yeah, when you Tom, had your I van got... all full of oh, all yeah, the tools, oh yeah, it was all full stuff. of all the tools and everything, and drive all over the why'd place." You, all these why'd dealers. Why'd you retire from it then? You just got tired of driving. There's a long story, but anyway, and I wife major no. But anyway, and he called me one day and he said, "Hey." Tom, I got a couple cars for you to do, and I said, "I'm sorry, I don't do. This. If you want them done, you got to come over here." <laughs> I think he was a little upset at that. Oh, anyway, but uh, anyway, well, but, you did yeah, a, he's a good guy. You did a fine job on my dent. No, your dent say. was so my your dent was a crease. Yours was a crease, and I put the new Browning <laughs> Buckmark sticker on yeah, the back window yeah. a lot, and a Leopold. I don't like to put a whole bunch no, of junk no. on a truck. I think a lot of guys. Put too much junk yeah. on their truck. Yeah. Do you have the cutting edge outdoors? Thing yeah, I got the cutting yeah, edge outdoors. Right. That's real classy yeah. and yeah. kind of the uh, chrome the pattern chrome there. One. I wish we had more of those. That the chrome is one. a that nice is... one. It looks good on the black truck. It's I got that truck good. so clean right now. It's cleaner than when you it was new. I think we should find out if we can get more of those just in chrome. Because Where did we get those? I don't know. John, talk to John got them. But you know, the the red ones, the blue ones, those and white ones, those didn't go so well. Speaking but the of silver ones. The I cutting mean, the edge outdoors chrome. hats at Smoky oh, yes. Musky Shop. There's some really sharp hats. Not There's only, only about ten or twelve of them, though. So yeah. right, so you got to get well, down. Yeah, there's. there. I mean, you guys didn't get a, a ton, but get your get yourself yeah. down there and pick one up. Yeah, there's the Smokies hat, Smokies Musky Shop hat, and then there's also the the cutting edge outdoors. There's three colors: uh, camo with the orange writing, orange blaze orange with black writing, and then there's the black with the chartreuse writing. And they're twenty bucks at the store, and believe me, that's almost close to our cost. But if you want one mailed to you, all you got to do is call Smokey's Musky Shop and say this is the color I want, one of these hats, and they'll mail it to you at a fee of twenty five dollars. 
So it's only five extra dollars for having it shipped to your house. Why there not? There you go. Why get not? A, get a and, hat. And, you know, a lot of people don't realize, you know, because we always say Smokey's Musky Shop or Sm- Smokey's Musky Bait and Tackle. It's not just a musky shop anymore. They got all the different live bait, you know, night crawlers, wax worms, all different kind of minnows and that for all different kinds of fish. They also have all the uh, bass fishing and pan fishing and walleye fishing stuff. So they got all that stuff there at one place now, besides having a whole heck of a lot of musky stuff. <laughs> a plethora. Oh, they got okay, lots of musky stuff. stuff. But th- we also have all that other stuff, too. So uh, make it your one-stop shop, you know. There we go. Yeah. And uh, let's talk a little bit about July here. I've got my Wisconsin Conservation Warden Association calendar. And here's what's happening. Do you know what opens today, Tom? You'll never guess in a million years. Snapping turtles. Close, my friend. July 15th is the snapping turtle. Okay. Yeah, snapping turtle. Today, a dog training for wild bear opens. Yeah. <laughs> I would have never guessed that. Says dog training. I told you, dog training on wild bear. <laughs> never. So I guess you can start running. My son Nick has done running that. Running the bears. He's done that with uh, uh, his father-in-law. Knows. Uh, Just make sure the wolves don't get your five hundred dollar yeah. bear yeah. hound. Yeah. No. They. Uh, as a matter of fact, my my son Nick's father-in-law saved his life. Well, maybe saved everybody's life. Uh, they were out with this guy uh, that his father-in-law knows up in Price. Is it Price County? I think. And they were training the dogs, okay, and they would tree these bears, and then they would leave them alone. You know, they they do their job. They'd find them, they chase them, then they tree them, then they'd leave. Well, when the dog when the guy pulled the dogs back, the bear came down and started running right at Nick and my, his father in law. His father in law jumped out in front with his and he's a tall guy. He went, with his hands up in the air and started hollering and screaming. That bear turp made, made like one of those cartoon stops, you know, turned right around and ran the other way. And I said, well, you were just lucky that that bear ran the other way. But, yeah, they've... They, you know, if and, that were and, really and, a truly hey, big, mean bear... Yeah, exactly. That yeah. would just make you target... <laughs> that would just help him achieve lot yeah, even yeah, exactly. better. But my son, Nick, he said, God, I never did so much running because you got to chase these dogs when they're chasing a bear. He said, oh, my God, was that a workout? Now, so. speaking of, did you hear anything about a uh, black bear attack in Alaska? Yeah, yeah I think so. Was yeah. there something? Yeah. My my wife uh, does marathons and half marathons and all those five yeah. Ks, all those stupid things. Just because oh, I don't. Wait, did you say stupid? Yeah, things? Is I she don't, listening I, right I, now? No, I, can't, I can't believe no, it's, it's, you said your wife does stupid no, things. No, she does good oh. things. If you can do and it, we all know that, but you don't say it. There's He's, so many people that can do it, yeah. but I can't. I can't run. 26 miles that's absolutely I ran ridiculous. three miles yesterday it, and my legs and back are killing me you know so if, if she, his wife was listening to the show right now he would have never said that if she so, was listening no I mean I, I personally I don't think it's stupid but I just couldn't do it because I'm fat and don't even want to okay, try to run okay. 26 oh, miles no, you're not fat but you're just you're but just they, pleasantly bloated plump. you're but just they, pleasantly uh, plump there was a yeah it's gas there was a uh um a Too many jalapenos race. last night. There was a race in Alaska, and they were on the trail, and a, a runner was running, and a black bear came out and attacked a runner. Okay. And there's also one where the as they're getting chased, yeah, the, it was a kid that was getting chased and texted his mother, who was also doing the race, saying, I'm getting chased by a bear right now. And they ended up finding the, the kid dead. <gasps> no. Yeah. 
I got to go online because oh, you know how Those I know are this? black bears? No. Wow. I was at the bank this week depositing, you know, wealthy landowners from Douglas County <laughs> have lots of big deposits to make on a weekly basis. <laughs> and they got a screen behind the uh, at North Shore Bank there. They got a screen where they flash news. And I was catching bits and pieces of talking about Alaska yeah. and bear. Yeah. And they're saying normally it's grizzly bears, but yeah. apparently these were black bears. Mm-hmm. Wow. And uh, they're 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 attacking. Normally, black bears will run away from you. You know, I mean, grizzly bears are the ones you got to worry about. Black they're bears good. you I generally got, here, don't worry about. Hence my little poem, my little rhyme. If they're attacking, you got to be packing. Yeah, that would be a good I idea. You know, well, even, if you get if you come across any wild animal and you startle it, it's gonna. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, it, I'm gonna, gonna. My plan when I go up to the cabin, I'm just gonna carry my nine millimeter pocket pistol. Now mm-hmm. that's not bear medicine, but, but anything you can pull out and go bang bang. Yes. It'll hopefully the noise will scare them. The noise, and yeah, hopefully, hit them between yeah. the eyes. Well, this is a great weekend. It's July Fourth weekend. We got uh, you know the big holiday on Tuesday. People will be cooking out. Just remember what it's all about. So, like birth of our country. You know, I mean, pretty cool. Read the Declaration of Independence once. You'll find that it's one of the greatest written things there is. That's all I got. To all the listeners, thanks for listening, and God bless and stay free, everyone. You've been listening to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors, coming to you from the Baitmate Fish Attraction Studios, presented by Coleman Insect Repellents. Have a safe fourth, my friends. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.